You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a fantastic throwback Thursday. That's right. We are throwing it back to some phenomenal events and businesses that we have covered. Y'all have seen this, but it was just so important for us to remind y'all of some ways that you can give your dollars to some amazing businesses and support some great works that are going on in your community. But of course, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Participate with us. Go ahead and tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you cannot watch us, you can always listen to us because we have you covered anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever platform is your favorite. Trust us, you will find us there. Uh, shout out to everyone who's making that happen in behind the scenes. We appreciate all of y'all. And, you know, I'm excited too, because later on in the show, after we show a couple of these amazing businesses and some of the events we've covered, I get to talk to Joel, who's here. He is a poet. He's going to be telling us all about an upcoming event that's focusing on poetry. So y'all know I'm excited to dive in with him. Uh, but for now, we want to remind you that Jerk Shack is open right there on Union. Check it out. Okay, you guys, today I was able to be the first customer at the new Jerk Shack Kitchen. It's located on Union, which is not only dope because it's on Union, believe it or not, Trey Lamont, the chef and owner of Jerk Shack is actually from the Central District. So if you ask me, that means that Jerk Shack is coming home. And I think that's absolutely amazing. I was able to order, uh, let's see, we had the grilled fish, we had grilled shrimp, and I even had a whole soft shelled crab sandwich. Like, literally had little legs dangling it on it it was a whole vibe look if you haven't been here definitely pull up once they do their full opening today's a soft opening but i'm already knowing as you can see we have a huge line so it's going to be a complete success this is the soft opening of jerk shack kitchen our new location um, in the central district 23rd union in the heart of the central district you know this is where i'm from I was born and raised in the city, so you know you have to bring it back home. Here is more of a relaxed vibe, chill vibe, Chico ordering um, setup. It's uh, old to my food truck, so I started out as a food truck, went to brick and mortar, and now it's kind of brick and mortar food truck fusion. And it's based around our sandwiches and our plates. Just quick and good service and street food in the Caribbean is where it's at. Things that are gonna stand out to Seattle Lights is our soft shell crab sandwich, our soft shell crab fried break sandwich. It's amazing. You get amazing flavor, it hits you in the face. And then also our grilled fish and grilled shrimp items. Like it's just packed full of flavor. And now you can get shrimp plates and fish plates fried as well. So you can get the option fried or grilled. Oh man, it's, it's really meaningful for me to come back home to the Central District because we're trying to do 
um, bring back folks to the Central District, you know, bring back folks that come from the Central District, and I'm one of them, so it means a lot. It, it, it means a whole lot because we're here, I'm here, and uh, we'll, that'll give us an opportunity to allow folks that are no, no longer in this community, living in this community, to come back to familiar faces. Just show love and come and support and um, be be mindful that this is a soft opening and we're trying to figure our process out and you know things on the menu may change things um things might be added so if you come here and you try something new that we don't have or if you've been downtown and you're like well where's this item trust me we're, we're just trying to figure things out for this location food is amazing it's flavorful like it has all the vibes that i actually needed on this lovely lovely monday like I can go to a bar right now. I'm okay here. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead and check out Jerk Shack right there on Union in Midtown Center. Uh, you know, this is really exciting because Jerk Shack now has two locations and Trey Lamont is an amazing chef, uh, you know, who definitely has roots in the Central District. So I love seeing that his business is there and thriving. But, you know, I actually am going to give more time to the guests. So right after this short break, I'll get to speak to Joel about this amazing upcoming event focusing on poetry. Y'all stay tuned right after this. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to Basa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out. Down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers or what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Joel. What's up, Joel? Everything good? It's a beautiful morning here in Seattle. Yeah, absolutely it is. Well, you know, I'm excited because anytime we have creatives on here, we got to ask about the journey. What got you into poetry? Yeah, uh, I think I started writing uh, just about a year ago uh, in poetry. Um, I was uh, newly single. Uh, and I had obviously a, long, a lot of time, you know, to dedicate by myself. And I was trying to, to invest in myself. And so poetry and writing, um, I went to actually a, a book signing. And this author gave me some of the best advice. He, you know, I told him I, I've always looked at writing as an outlet. And his advice was, well, just write, write every day, make it a habit. 
And uh, that led to poetry, that led to some screenplays, that led to some some different things and writing. And, um, you know, recently I've been pouring a lot into the pot of, of poetry. Well, it's beautiful because, you know, you remind us that it doesn't need to be a long journey in order for it to be successful. So I love hearing that you are able to do different things with your writing and that you really landed on poetry. I mean, what is it about poetry specifically that made you say that's the medium that I'm going to utilize when it comes to writing? Yeah, I feel like poetry is is very freeform. Uh, you don't have to have a particular structure to to communicate or length to communicate whatever story, narrative, or message you want to get across. And so some of my poems are uh, super long. Some of my poems are pretty short and to the point. Uh, Also, I guess I'm a lover boy, and so uh, poetry is a great way to kind of express that, too. Uh, Yeah, well, it's good to know folks like you still exist, Joel. Well, you know, you are, you know, now actually adding to the pot of creativity here in Seattle. There's a phenomenal kind of uh, culture of artists that are pouring into poetry. How have you been able to kind of maybe connect with other folks uh, in this field? Um, You know, now that you're kind of newly getting into it, how have you been able to kind of build some of those relationships? Yeah. So uh, the first time I actually got on mic was uh, through uh, The Collective. I think they had a, uh, a poetry, spoken word night, and, and then they, they had an open mic. And I saw an opportunity to just get up there and, and show a little bit of my personality, a little bit of my New York. Uh, and people couldn't believe that it was like the first time I had gotten up there ever. And so I thought I looked at it as a sign to just kind of continue uh, going to like these open mics and these different ones. One that I've been going to recently is a space inside uh, that you might be familiar with. And so um, those have been great outlets for me and opportunities for me to get up on stage and, and actually uh, get get my work out there and, and just see people's reaction to some of the stuff. Some people laugh, some people kind of on, and, and it just it d- depends on, on the vibe of the poem. Well, oftentimes for anyone who is up performing in front of an audience, the audience reaction is key. And so mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that, you know, as you're, you know, newly writer, uh, a new writer, how is it for folks to actually respond and how is it for you kind of to be able to put your works out there? Something maybe that you worked on for a minute, nobody's heard it. You know what I mean? Then you get up on stage and people are like impressed by it. Just tell us how you receive the audience response. It's very humbling. It's very humbling to to see people like relate to what you're writing. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that we used to do as kids in Brooklyn specifically was the freestyle. So some of my poetry... Uh, might be freestyled on the moment. So like I might write the actual poem, but I might add some flavor or some some uh, some different words to it as the audience is reacting or laughing or, you know, just depending on the vibe that they're giving me. Uh, and so I'll go back and listen to the recording or, or, or see somebody who recorded it. And I'll notice that, oh, like that part isn't actually part of the written poem. I just threw that in there because, you know, somebody says something in the crowd. And I think... Uh, it's very it's very common to play with the crowd. So I think it's given it a, a whole different life rather than understanding that the fact that writing is an art, but also performance is a whole different art. Wow. I mean, you're right about that because it feels like there's a, a very sedentary, almost like solo process when it comes to the writing. Right. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you get influences by being out in an environment, but I always picture 
like you finding your your space, that kind of quiet space where you can hear the thoughts and the creativity so you can pour it out on the page. Um, but then being in front of people is totally different from that kind of, you know, centering on your creativity. 100%. 100%. <laughs> it's completely different. And it's a little nerve wracking, but I think uh, people want you to get your stuff out there. I think uh, that's one of the things uh, I think the creators across uh, Seattle are, are very supportive of each other. I think uh, it's been beautiful to land in that community and, and just uh, get support from from other you know poets or, or artists who've been writing for years and to say, hey, like I, I like your work. And, and that is very encouraging for me. Uh, to hear those things for someone who's so new into the creative space. Well, also, too, I, you know, I was going to ask because you're, you know, coming from the East Coast, New York, you know, Brooklyn, like that's, you know, a mecca of culture, uh, especially black culture. Mm-hmm. You know, you're here now and a lot of folks are like, man, ain't no black, you know, what's, what's Seattle doing? And I, I'm blessed because I've actually been growing up in it, been a part of it lived other places and come back and really been able to experience the uniqueness of black culture here. How have you been able to kind of experience that? Because, you know, a lot of folks uh, leave because they're like, I don't know if I could find it. I was never able to find that community. So I love hearing you say that you're actually finding that. Yeah. I think my, my first year here was definitely a culture shock. Uh, I come from East New York, Brooklyn, which is predominantly black and Hispanic, uh, Caribbean, uh, specifically. And so I think one of the biggest things that I miss here in Seattle is a Caribbean, like a affluent Caribbean community. Uh, that's why when people ask me like, oh, like uh, this Caribbean restaurant, like, I'm like, what country? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm specific because like, you know, I'm Dominican. And so um, uh, like that's one of the things I miss the most. The, the fact that like, you know, when you go down the block, you hear some reggae or you hear some reggaeton or you hear some some bachata, salsa, et cetera. Um, those are one of the things I feel like is 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 typically missing. But I think um, when you put yourself out there, there's definitely people who are also yearning and looking for that that community and that culture. And, you know, if if you're going to be someplace, I think you, you, you best like pour into the cup of the community community as well. And so I, I try to. Uh, show up for for the fellow creators as well, um, not just for myself. And then additionally, um, I look for those those pockets of, of uh, you know, culture, whether it's, uh, you know, Jerk Shack. Uh, they actually opened one by my house. Shout out to them. Um, uh, there's uh, this Cuban spot uh, up north uh, called Mojito that I like to. Um, and so those have been kind of those places that kind of remind me of home. Uh, as I've been very far from home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I love that you're finding your way and in, in getting those anchors uh, for you to be able to actually see and experience the brilliance of Seattle. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is important is events. And you're here to tell us about an upcoming event next month. I want to hear, you know, how you've been able to experience events. We have this whole uh, Summer of Soul series that goes on. Um, and I love that they really coined it that this year. 
because we had just been doing events, you know, every year. And now we're seeing connection and more opportunities for black vendors, uh, for us to circulate our dollars within community, just these kinds of opportunities to support, you know, artists like yourself, uh, because we see people that come out and they just have their booths just to share what they do. Uh, and so I think that that's also another part of the layers that we experience when we talk about, you know, providing that kind of cultural experience. Have you been able to attend some of these amazing events and maybe connect even more in that regard? Yeah. So, so the event that, that we're mentioning here, uh, is Poetry Love. Uh, I think it's slated for August 9th, uh, at 6 PM. Uh, and the way that I came about it was, uh, uh, self-love vigilante, uh, as, as I like to call her, uh, she, she saw me at the collective, uh, at the open mic. And I, you know, I came up to her and I think I came up to everyone who performed that night just to talk to them and let them know that, you know, I appreciate it. You know, their, their art, uh, she specifically was like, Hey, like, you're really good. I like, I like what you do. Uh, and so we connected that night and then, you know, she, uh, she, she reached out to me about this opportunity. Uh, and I like, for me, I was just like, of course, like I'm, I'm humbled and honored for the opportunity. And, I, you know, I really want to, you know, show out, uh, because, uh, I haven't necessarily been slated as, as one of like the artists for, for, for an event. And so I think this is my first opportunity to do that. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Uh, in terms of like the other events across, across Seattle, I think the summer is just, uh, just, uh, jam packed, uh, here in Seattle is there's an event every other day or the weekends are, are super packed, uh, whether it's a, like a day party or, or a night event or um, uh, a poetry slam, like an art gallery, like there's things pretty much every other day. Uh, and so I think if you keep your eyes out on the ground and you follow all these different pages that, that promote black culture, it's really easy for you to kind of, especially in the summer, find something to do. See, that's what I'm talking. You know, let's dispel these myths, Joelle. Today, let's dispel the myths because I'm telling you, people are like, I, you know, I just have had a hard time connecting or you know finding black community. So I love. That's why I'm asking you that because yeah. I'm like, hey, for real, I want to know. Like, what can we be doing better? How can we be more intentional to embrace folks like yourself who may find yourself here? You know, you're still figuring out the culture piece, but so much of that means we need our stuff to be accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I've talked to companies like Microsoft and other companies who have been like, man, we have a revolving door with black staff because no. they're not finding that. They're wondering, where is the barbershop? Where is the salon? Where is the nail shop? Where do I get my food? Where do I get my the groceries that I'm looking for, the seasonings I'm looking for? I'm like, still looking for plantains. Things, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Like, so, I mean, that's that's something that I think is so important because in order for you to be anchored into a place you do have to feel like they have what you need. They mm -hmm. have what you're accustomed to. And so I just thank you for sharing that because yeah. you're saying, look, I'm following the pages. I'm going to find this stuff. Uh, so this event, Poetry Love, uh, I got to ask, how do you decide which one of your pieces to perform at whatever event? Like, how do you go through that process? Yeah, so that process is is pretty on the fly sometimes. Uh, so at at the current rate right now, I'm I'm writing probably a couple poems a day, and so I still don't have the lineup set for that date. 
but I also have uh, what I would like to call a board of directors who I kind of share my work with and they give me feedback. Uh, whether it's uh, I record a video and kind of just recite the poem and, and send it out. And then they'll come back to me and say, hey, like, I like this part, but this part could get cleaned up a little bit, et cetera. Or there's also just going out there to these open mics and seeing, you know, the reaction from even these these smaller audiences, uh, because in front of a bigger audience, I think uh, you definitely want to show some some of your proven work. But also, I think throw throw some spice in there and add some some new stuff that you've been working on. So I think it's 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 relative. Uh, I spent some time probably. Uh, picking out some of the poems that are my favorites that I, I like to call classics already. Uh, and then from there, maybe add some some of the new stuff and, and just just take a, a shot shot off the wall. Yeah, well, people need to come out and experience your work and all these other amazing poets. What can folks expect when they come to Poetry Love? I think uh, you should definitely expect to, to see uh, a lot of artists who have been, you know, owning their craft and specifically myself and my fellow, my fellow artists who, who will be presenting that night. Uh, and specifically, if, if you want to bring a, a certain lady, uh, you haven't been writing some poetry yourself, but, but you want to show her, you know, you could be like, Hey, that's how I feel about you. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, definitely, uh, expect to see some, some lover boy stuff, uh, in terms of the, the overall theme of the, uh, of the event called Poetry Love, I definitely got, you know, a lot of stuff that, that I've been writing for, for months now, uh, specifically about love. So, Oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> Lover Boy is in the building. Joel, uh, you know, you told us it's on August 9th, uh, 6 p.m. Give us more of those details. Where is it going to be? How do folks come in? Is it just Y'all come to the door. Is there a registration? You can look right there in that camera. You could also let folks know how to follow you if they're trying to support you in your work right there. 100%. So you can find me at On My Fire Escape. Uh, we have an Eventbrite link with all the details. I know uh, Converge Media will also be there as well. Uh, in terms of the location, I think uh, uh, there was there was a, a little bit of a change. So I think I think uh, I'll follow up with, with the information there. But uh on on at on my fire escape, I'll be posting the the Eventbrite link. Uh, you can also follow at uh, Self Love Vigilante. Who uh, shout out? She she's uh, I would call a mentor and and a, and a fellow artist who I, I follow very very closely. Uh, she she will also be uh, posting some of the, some of the promotional content that we have. Uh, and otherwise, you can find me out there at your nearest open mic as well. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pure pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Oh, y'all, I get to wrap up all of this love talk right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. Have gives hope, doesn't it? Because the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. This thing started with the dream, a vision, a little ambition, anticipating what was possible in the midst of improbable. How do we get our team through the South? We're going to talk about what happened here in 1964. This city was an ugly place to be. I need you on the battlefield making sure that one day and one day soon, by the time they're our age, we can all say, they're all lives matter, and it be the truth. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. 
Transportation is a sustainable opportunity for income. These are programs that are large, over a billion dollar programs dealing with transportation projects from highways, bridges. Most importantly, you're working elbow to elbow with trade professionals and they'll show you the ropes and how to get to your journeyman and make some serious impact on our building community and your welfare and your home. Support the project in reaching out. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I, of course, am your host, Trey Holiday. What a dose of love we just got right here on this set. I really hope that y'all are filling it out there uh, through the screen because Joel just dropped some gems about his lover boy specifics that he's going to be sharing at this event on August 9th. Uh, make sure y'all do look for the registration link follow him. Um, I just learned it's going to be at Sankofa Theater. Y'all know how much we love that space. So make sure y'all show up and support. I mean, these are the kinds of events that we need more of. And I've been saying it for a really long time when we have spaces like Sankofa where we can actually allow these cultural activities to thrive and to really be anchored so that we have a multitude of opportunities to be in community with one another. This is one of those events that's aiming to do just that and I know it will I'm sure it'll be fire we want to hear Joel's poems and I know y'all are probably like you know what we need more of that yes bring your lover friend bring your friend your best friend your girlfriend your guy friend whatever bring them to this amazing event so that y'all can experience some of the great poetry that we have right here within our city um, and in our area it's just beautiful for me because I'm like you know what I'm thinking Joel was inspiring. He's finding his way to see himself as a part of the solution by getting his amazing thoughts on paper and sharing them with others. Y'all know y'all can be inspired too, right? Find your way to see yourself as a part of the solution. And for me, y'all, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., peace. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.